Hello lovely people and welcome to this week's episode from All Things Yoga. And today we're going to be talking about Mental Health Week, as here in the UK it's Mental Health Week. I don't know if it's the same all over the world, uh, but why should it be all over the world really when? It should just be talked about everywhere. It shouldn't have to be just the UK or just America, it should be talked about wherever. And I have quite a few friends actually that have issues with mental health, problems with mental health, and a lot of them are on medication. So I'm going to be talking about yoga and how yoga really helps to de-stress and really bring your mind back into your body. So you can hopefully come off all these drugs that the doctors give you. Uh, There's a lot of side effects as well, which isn't great, obviously. And there's quite a few of my close friends, actually, that are on a lot of medication just to kind of help them get through their day. I've never had mental health issues. I've never had depression, so I don't really know. I don't really understand about it. But all I know is that it certainly helps. Yoga really, really helps with with just kind of helping you get through every day. I know one of my friends, she doesn't really want to get out of bed sometimes, she can't function and things have happened in her life previously that sometimes she'll talk about and other times she won't but at the same time I think this is my personal opinion anyway I think that it's good to talk it's good to chat and I'm quite open really I've always been an open person everybody knows when and what when I'm feeling bad or really just yeah feeling rough and I'll always talk to somebody and I just want to try and help people that have this issue as well I just think that you do need to talk about it and you do need to get it out there and share it with people just share how you're feeling even if it's in the middle of the night I will always say to my friends you can phone me whenever I know actually telling a lie that my phone is switched off at night (laughs) but at the same time you can always phone me or try to anyway or just leave a message And I will always get back to you, even if it's like four in the morning and you wake up and you're crying and you can't figure out why or you can't sleep, then just leave a message on my phone. I always turn my phone off because it is good to completely switch off because when you don't turn your phone off or even it's on airplane mode, my phone is actually properly switched off. It makes you subconsciously aware that something else is happening. You might wake up subconsciously and kind of think, oh, have I got a message? Or oh, I better just check my emails at four in the morning. And then you can't then go back to sleep because your brain is then telling you, no, you can be awake. So that's why I actually switch it off. I always have done. I've never had it on unless um, my parents have got Hugo. But then even that, you know, when, when they have him overnight and they might, might need me, they just phone the house phone. So my phone is always switched off and I think it, it should be really. Everybody doesn't need to keep checking their emails or text messages at two or three in the morning unless you're up and awake and that's when you go to work. But at the same time, you still need that time to switch off. And I think a lot of the time, our lives, especially in the UK and America, they're so busy, so busy with just everything everybody's running around no one's got any time to do anything people just don't know how to switch off so the way I deal with with keeping my mind sane especially with two children as well is just to roll out my mats even for his five minutes every day I do it in the mornings when I get up when they're just still playing or they've just woken up I've got Brianna dressed and 
they then come into our room and either watch the iPads for, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. And that is the only time that they're allowed to have their iPads on. We're not these people that just let them have their iPads whenever. And if you do, that's absolutely fine. I'm not judging you for that at all. But I feel that they can only have that at that time. Because with Hugo especially, we've noticed that he, his brain, he can't deal with TV or um, having his iPad for for an hour or so, he just goes really weird, goes really mental and just nuts. And I think it's just well, he's five, so it's just the way his brain functions and can't deal with with watching a screen for too long. So we figured that out, and they can only have it when we're getting dressed or when I'm doing some yoga. And sometimes they'll just come on the mat anyway, and they'll just play or they'll just want to be with me. And then we'll do some squats or we'll do things I'll do things with them on my mat as well so it's including them and they know how things are feeling or how how positive we are about stuff um I will always say to them if I'm crying or if I'm upset about anything then I'll just say to them why I'm not I'm not going to hide from them at all why should we hide our feelings from our children at the same time it's I don't know I think it's good for them really that they they see a parent crying or they, they see your emotions as well, just depending on what whatever it is. And then they'll come and give you a hug, and that makes it even worse because you then cry again. <laughs> but at the same time, it's really lovely just to have them close to you and to know know that they're there, really, and that they care for you and they love you. Of course they do. They're your children, and they always look up to you. So I think just to have a, a base like that is, is pretty good, really. And just to... I don't know, there's so many, even teenagers, they have so many stressful times with all their exams and they just need time to de-stress. And all this social media, there's just so much on social media now. And and of course, I think it is bad. And I'm a culprit for it. I'll go on Instagram. I don't really use Facebook, but Instagram is my platform. I love it and it's great. But at the same time, I just have set amount of times during the day where I'll I'll go on it I'll scroll through it I won't be with the children either I don't want them to be see, seeing me being on my phone all the time um and just I want them to have a happy life without it's obviously going to come at some point they are going to get into phones and mobile phones and and social media but certainly not yet they don't even need to know about this social media lock at the moment So bringing back the mental health issues, um, just to roll out your mat and just feel calm and relaxed and just breathing, just big, deep breaths, just to relax, just to bring your mind back to wherever you are. I know it's hard as well, not that I've been through it, but at the same time, it's, it's better to share and even just to just sit on your mat, even if you're thinking about all those crap thoughts you just need to be on your own be by yourself just for five minutes just big big deep breaths we could actually do some now so just getting comfortable wherever you're sitting uh at the moment i'm in the garden you can probably hear the birds singing and it's just stopped raining actually so i thought oh quick i need to get outside and just do a podcast and just feel connected to the world and connected in a good way to all the birds the nature just listening to everything so getting comfortable and just taking in three big deep breaths so i want you to with every inhale saying to yourself let and with every exhale saying to yourself go 
and just surrendering to the floor, surrendering to wherever you are, surrendering to the bed, if you're sitting on the bed or laying on the bed, surrendering to your mats, surrendering to the floor. And just notice everything drifting away, just feeling the calmness in your body. And with your inhales, really breathing through your chest, sitting up straight if you're sitting down, noticing your shoulders rising, your chest expanding, your tummy expanding. Really big, big, deep breath, as much as you can suck in, all that extra air, just trying to really suck it in. And then when you reach the top, pausing on your inhale, and on your exhale, really slowing down your breath. Just letting go, saying to yourself, let go. And just noticing your body. Trying to breathe in for maybe four or five counts on your inhale. And maybe six or seven counts on your exhale. And then once more, big deep breath in. big deep breath out noticing with your out breaths or exhales your tummy pushing towards the back of your spine and just feeling calm and feeling relaxed letting go letting go of your day's worries or any bad thoughts just being present being present in the present moment And just really noticing and just be just breathing in and out big deep breaths and just saying to yourself let go and you can come here at any point you don't even have to be you don't even have to have a yoga mat you can just sit on the floor or you can sit on the sofa just closing your eyes and just really breathing into that darkness in your mind I also know a couple of girls, women, that have had postnatal depression. And I never really suffered with that. Again, I never really suffered with anything from having both children, actually. Having Hugo was a complete... It was just a life changer. Everyone says that your life will change. And I thought, no, no, it won't, it won't, it'll be fine. But in a way, it does. And, and yeah, you've got this newborn baby. You don't have a clue what to do. You don't, you don't know anything at all and you just muddle along you just try you try your hardest and I never really had any dark places I I was sometimes stressed out because my when I was breastfeeding I breastfed him for 10 10 weeks and my right boob was just not working um my right nipple was inverted so he could never latch on and so I was only feeding him through my left breast and he could just never get enough milk. He was nine pounds when he was born, so he just needed enough milk. And then second time round, we know now that he was really hungry. He was constantly screaming all the time. He was so, so hungry. And the first night, or the first, second night, I think it was here, back at home, he was just up all night screaming. And now I know that he was just hungry because he just wouldn't, he, he wasn't getting enough. He was just drinking me dry, basically. But second time round, you know the signs, you know everything that you kind of remembered from the first time round. And it's so much easier because you've already done it. Whereas I suppose having having a mental health problem, well, it's not really a problem. It's just your mind 
causing havoc with your body um you just don't really know how to deal with it so I would go to especially when I had Hugo we went to lots of breastfeeding groups and baby groups and everyone is going through the same thing you think that you're the only person going through it but you're not you 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 start chatting and then the other person's like oh yeah I I did that as well I I went through that so then you feel a little bit better knowing that it's not just you that it's not just you and your baby you do have other people that are going through exactly the same and this is the same with mental health problems you need to share you need to talk and then you'll feel so much better because people are still going through this sorry there's an airplane going past or a helicopter it's really low and really loud <laughs> come back birds wherever you are just watch it fly past and some people obviously um you guys probably don't know about this but darren my husband his dad committed suicide when Darren was 13 he had serious mental health issues and could not get away from them and then I don't know how long it was ago no, I think it was about 28 29 years ago now or would be this year I think um there wasn't really any help and this whole subject was quite taboo nobody really talked about it nobody really knew much about it and yeah unfortunately he committed suicide so then Darren's mum had to bring up three children on her own so Darren was 13 his sister was 11 and then his brother was two and she did amazingly well to bring up three children on her own absolutely amazing but this day and age well people are still committing suicide and it is so so awful it's like a demon coming into your head and taking over your body taking over your mind and you're not doing it you're not you physically you don't really understand you don't really know what's going on and then this this person demon comes in and just makes you do horrible things we were watching sas who dares wins a couple of months ago i love that program i'd love to go on it absolutely amazing but this one guy i felt so awful for him he was on it because his wife had committed suicide she had mental health um and she was only, I think, 32 or 33. And, she, yeah, she committed suicide. So he was on this program to think, I need to help myself. I need another outlet. I need to prove to myself that I can get out of this situation. And he said that it wasn't her, that she she did have problems and she did talk about them. But at the same time, this demon came into her mind and that was it. Took her life from her. I just felt so awful there's so much help now available and people just don't want to or feel that they can't reach out can't help but just talk to someone just just go to phone up somebody phone up your friend phone up someone that you don't know uh there's quite a few helplines now out there and just just try and just help yourself uh i know i probably sound like i'm rambling on about something that i don't have a clue about but I do know that yoga, coming back to the yoga subject, it certainly helps even just to sit on your mat for five minutes or just stretch, just doing a couple of neck stretches, leg stretches, lunges, downward dogs, just bringing your attention into your body and then you will just feel so much better. Even just doing it in bed, you can do, even if you, you don't you don't feel like it just try and just push through that little barrier i know one of my instagram friends he's a lovely guy absolutely love him he's amazing and this week 
it's been slightly quiet um texting on instagram but that's because he's been feeling bad and i've said i'm always here i always will be and i don't really know him at all he's just a, a guy that i've met through instagram but he's lovely and yeah i call him my friend so anybody can be anyone's friend you don't have to know them you don't have to you could just just be there just let them listen and then one of the guys that comes to yoga he's had mental health issues as well and he's actually doing something about it and coming to yoga and it's his outlet it's his outlet for one hour a week just to come just to relax well my classes aren't really relaxing they are quite full on (laughs) as some of you know but at the same time it's it's his time it's his time to relax to be himself and just to yeah find find his i don't know really calling i suppose in life and just to not be in the the work office situation to not be the home even if you're a dad like not to be a dad not to be a mum not to be anybody else but you and sometimes especially being a parent you don't really understand you don't really know the boundaries i'm finding that at the moment the boundaries between mum wife work yoga teacher it's all just kind of mushed into one and not that our relationship's suffering whatsoever at all and i love him dearly we've been together nearly 19 years or will be 19 years in june we just become like mum and dad we don't become a couple or we are still a couple obviously and we've been married nearly nine years as well and sometimes you just have to you have to put everything down you have to put everything aside and just give each other a cuddle it doesn't matter what's going on there could be a bomb going off but at the same time you just need to be you you need to be together and just to know when the other person's feeling down when the other person's feeling rubbish and just needs a hug so next time you are feeling rubbish and you need a hug just just ask for one i'm sure someone in the street won't mind it's absolutely fine (laughs) or you can come and hug me that's fine too i'll always give out free hugs i don't mind it's just trying to figure out where you are in your life in your world if you're feeling stressed at all at work then try and speak to someone speak to the person at your desk or speak to a random person that you don't know or just if you're sitting in the park or you're playing with or the kids are playing and then you're just standing there or you're sitting at a park bench or something just talk to the person next to you i know everybody especially in the uk everyone thinks that you're all too i don't know what the word is just nobody talks to anybody well especially down south where we are and and you feel odd especially in london as well if you if you say hi to anybody or you smile at someone then people think you're odd there's that stigma here in the uk i don't really know why and it shouldn't be because some people might need that smile just smile at the next person when you see them and then they might make their day or help somebody out just maybe i don't know just just whatever makes you feel good as well i know that's a selfish thing to say but at the same time you are helping someone out who might need that extra hug who might need who might be having a bad day and you don't realize it and even if you're suffering then someone else might might be there to help you out too so it's really just trying to bring your mind bring your attention back into your body and trying to just release all those demons and noticing when you do need help 
and all this medication as well I'm, I'm certainly not one for medication I don't like it at all um, I hate giving the kids cowpole or neurofen just because I like to try and do it other ways but sometimes like this week Brianna's been teething she's had an awful week and she just needs that that neurofen to take down the inflammation in her mouth and we're going away on Sunday so I really do want her to to feel better she's in nursery today and she seems happy she's okay I phoned them at lunchtime and she's fine so it's just trying to find that barrier again um I've lost my trail of thought now as well but I don't know um yeah just trying to bring back your thought that was it medication yeah and doctors now, I think they are trying to come away from the whole just giving out a prescription, just giving, oh, just here you go, just try try your best with this medication and come back if it's not working kind of thing. They, especially here, the NHS have so much pressure on them at the moment and so much pressure to deal with everybody. I think they're just so short-staffed. A couple of friends, really close friends, one a, was a paramedic and the other one's a theatre nurse, they're just so stressed out with work at the moment and just oh it's just horrible to see really but they still enjoy their jobs it's just very stressful and I think there's just there needs to be more doctors nurses there needs to be more people in the in the NHS helping everybody whereas I know in the in America you don't really get that over there you just you pay for your insurances but still they probably have the same issues I don't know but yeah the doctors over here just sometimes will give out or most of the time will just give out prescriptions willy-nilly and just try if you can do to have alternative therapies to go to maybe acupuncture or hypnotherapy uh darren tried that when his dad had died a few years later and he said it didn't really work but then i think i don't know sometimes you need to be open more um that was years ago as well so it might have changed now or just to get back on your map just to just to be yourself well your good self for five minutes a day and you, you will so notice how you are feeling the helicopter's coming back you could probably hear it um so i'm going to sign off now it's been really lovely to be here and chatting to you and good luck with all of your mental health problems i don't want to say problems or issues although i have done for the whole podcast but just your brain trying to make your brain function in a good way and knowing that someone is there if you've got no family just phone a friend or phone someone who will listen i'm sure any family or friend member will will just listen to you even if it's just crying down the phone i've done that a few times to some friends just crying uncontrollably down the phone no reason why i don't really know why but it helped and i'm sure it will for you so thank you for listening i hope you have a lovely weekend everybody and i will see you next week next friday uh next friday we are in or from sunday we're going away we're going to mallorca so i will do a podcast from there have a good week everybody take care bye